Welcome to Mike. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, with your other host. <laughs> I totally uh, saw a hole, and then you, like, locked up. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, we'll do that again. <laughs> Cut. All right. Holy cow. Ugh. This is Talking to Mike. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, with your other host. Just regular old Max Bacon this week. Can't can't be sizzling, can't be maximum this year or the, this week. <laughs> Not after Monday. Sizzling sad. Anyway, uh, your thirty minutes of tailgate talk starts right now. Man, the Redskins suck. <laughs> like they, they suck. They're bad. They're really bad. Everybody's saying. Everybody's saying. And I think you said it. I think Kenny possibly said it. Uh, that Alex Smith was an upgrade from Kirk Cousins, I think we can say, without a shadow of a doubt. After five weeks into the season, we got Andy Reid again. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure I'm going to brand this an Andy Reid because we got another old quarterback that he made look awesome. Sent him on over to Washington for the Redskins, probably their best cornerback, uh, and, and a pick. Um, and we give him a fat contract like Donovan, only we did this at the onset instead of during the Monday night massacre, uh, and almost same results just from beginning to end. The Redskins looked like garbage. It's not looking good. Like honestly watching the second half of that game, Alex Smith looked more inaccurate than I've seen him since like the second year of his career. It was insane. And that being said, he doesn't have too many weapons out there doing anything for him, but, and they all got hurt. Great quarterbacks make mediocre players look good. And, I mean, even last year with mostly the same cast of characters, Kirk Cousins produced. This is true. I can't argue that at all. Like, uh, I feel like he was more of a uh, gunslinger, you know, who's going to make more mistakes but also make more plays. Um, Smith is just, uh, let's throw it to the running backs, let's throw a safe route here and there and doesn't take much you know many chances more jason campbell than than brett Favre. uh but i would i still wouldn't call kirk a gunslinger i think he yeah he did uh take more chances but most of his uh mistakes and his interceptions that you really think about were those boneheaded ones uh that were just not thinking about situational football yeah yeah that was his big that that was his biggest like Thing. He wasn't clutch. Yeah. Situational football, he sucked. I'm not calling him a gunslinger by any means. I'm saying he's yeah. more of a gunslinger than Alex Smith. So, For sure. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Which is not saying much. No, no. No, he's he's just been super conservative. Like, uh, I, I thought that he was starting to open it up against the Packers in the first half. Then he went super conservative again. And then the whole Saints game. Like, my question is... We were running. We were running the ball well early, and I know Peterson, you know, kind of was getting banged up. But uh, he's old. When we get from behind, like Gruden totally abandons the run, and then I mean, they just all they're doing is sitting back, and they're like, "Well, we'll just let them dump it off to the running back all day long. They're not going to get first downs that way." And I'm going to preface this because 
they're one of the only teams doing it, and they look awesome at it. They look amazing at it. And I don't know why other teams aren't copying them. It blows my mind they are. And I miss him, and, and I get why he's not here anymore. But Sean McVay, what he's doing in L.A. with the Rams, they're setting up the run with the pass. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of do the they're opposite. they're doing a damn good job of it. And that's the way you play football these days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it makes sense, and they're having insane results. Like, insane results. Yeah, well, look at the Saints. I mean, they were opening any time they ran the ball, even with as well as our defense has been stopping the run this year. We feared the pass way more than the run. So, I mean, Ingram had two touchdowns. Uh, Kamara had a touchdown. And, uh, you know, it was because they were passing all over us. So we weren't trying to stop the run. We were more worried about stopping the pass. Yeah. And uh, they didn't do a good job of that either. Um, no. Uh, Josh Norman is not a good football player. He's not looking good this year, at least. Um, I think maybe he was goofing off a little too much in the start. Uh, I think he had a lot of crap talked about him uh, this past week by uh, Michael Thomas and D'Angelo Hall actually called him out. So oh, yeah. uh, we'll see if that and, gives And him that a was chip. after the fact, and, and I was hearing things, uh, rumblings from Craig Hoffman on 106.7 The Fan, uh, that maybe his presence in meetings isn't exactly where it needs to be and some of that stuff there. He was more interested in being a uh, extracurricular star than he was in being a great football player. I saw that and also saw, um, and I don't know that this was directly um, directed at him, but um, Swearinger came out this week or mm-hmm. after the game and said the comment of uh, nobody should be goofing off. We need to be, you know, taking practice and everything a lot more seriously. So, but there's no excuse for the team after having two weeks, two full weeks and an extra day to prepare to look that bad. And, and here's my favorite quote from Jay Gruden. And uh, I'm not going to try Jay Gruden. Uh, uh Oh, give, not, give, not, give us your best, uh, Gruden. I, I can't even do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to work on that. I'll work on that between this week and next week because I think it will come in handy. Um, just quote, we probably wallowed around in our own crap for too long. End quote. Oh, <laughs> sounds like a nice southern quote. <laughs> That's my favorite. Well, he's Midwestern. He's from, like, what, Wisconsin or some shit? Yeah. Um, horrible accent. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, any people from Wisconsin that listen to the show. Um, well, I'll have to look at the analytics for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, just basically right. Um, but that being said, does he wallow around in his own crap? Because you know that teams usually take on uh, that aura of the coach. You know what I mean? They resemble the coach in some way, and however they are, yeah. for better or for worse. You know, and I, I hear players love Jay Gruden, that he's a player's coach. I hear that veterans are getting off days after having a bye week, a very early bye week. Right. And he's giving veterans off days. Um, I mean, I think you can be a player coach, and that's great. But at what point is that at a detriment to the team and the franchise? No, I agree. And, um, you know, obviously the players weren't doing their part that much in the game, but I don't know how many times I, I texted you and other people like, this is some of the worst offensive play calling and some of the worst defensive play calling I've seen 
out of this team. Like, what what were they doing? Like, you have two weeks to game plan for this team. Two weeks. And they, they, they looked like they had no clue what they were going to do. And, and that being said, like, uh, all, all the players even said they had a great game plan, a solid game plan, uh, going into the week. But... Uh, they they didn't execute it, so they they did take responsibility for it. So I appreciate that. A lot of people don't do that. Josh Norman, uh, with his <laughs> Twitter spat where he just came off looking like a jackass, and I like Norman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, you you see a bunch of people in uh, you know cover three, and he's <laughs> over there squatting or whatever. It's just like what are you like? You can tell three people are in uh, different. <laughs> You can just tell people are in different coverages. Yeah. And he's the one man not in the right coverage, you know? <laughs> right. No, I, heard, like, uh, I, I, heard a, uh, I heard a pretty great uh, quote today. Um, it was like somebody was talking about Breeze and getting the record. They're like, thank you, Redskins, for being the Brett Favre to the Michael Strahan uh, sack record. Because, um, <laughs> you know, whenever he broke the record, Favre basically laid down for him. And mm-hmm. he, he touched him down, and that was the that was that at the time the record. And they're like the mm-hmm. Redskins just Brett farved it. They just laid down and let Breeze get his record in the first half. That's what I felt uh, they, like. They laid down. Uh, well, they dropped trowel, laid down, and just hiked their ass up in the air and said, "Take me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sadly, I mean, if that's your thing, cool. But. Uh, we don't want to see a football game. Right. It was horrible. We, it was horrible. We, like, uh, and, and again, I don't have any expectations for this team this year. I didn't have any coming into it. Uh, the Kirk trade, well, not trade, uh, the Kirk thing and then the trade uh, kind of coupled together just really disillusioned me after I was already disillusioned minus the, the Scott McLuhan uh, ousting mm-hmm. uh, and then the planting of stories in the post by Bruce Allen. There, I mean, just look at this team from top to bottom, and if, if, if Dan Snyder can't see it, if he can't see that he's the problem, then it's truly doomed. I mean, it went from having the stadium full and then adding seats to it, and he was part of that, and that was good in marketing. He's good at that, uh, and, and he's good at building it up because you, ha- you have a very – you have you had one of the greatest fan bases in the world. You have one of the most uh, like popular teams if if you look at by how much it's worth in the world was worth. It's not even I don't even know if it's in the top five now mm-hmm. uh, for sports teams. That used to be number one. Uh, and now you look at the stadium; it's empty most games. It and and it's had seats removed. It's got seats covered up in multiple places. I would imagine this week that uh, it it may not be as empty only because there's going to be a lot of Panthers fans there. Are there Panthers fans, though? <laughs> I mean, Carolina's not that far from D.C. Like, what is it? Uh, yeah, and a lot of, like, if you look at Panthers games, usually when they play the Redskins, like, more than half the stadium, I feel like, is Redskins fans. Oh, yeah. I was, well, I don't know if it was the, grew, the last, I mean, most Redskins fans grew up. Like Carolina fans through the years, but like pre ninety five, because the radio's uh, Redskins radio network went from like you know Northern Virginia all the way down through Florida. Right, right. So if you're a Southern fan, you're probably a Redskins fan. That's why. Yeah. No, no, anyway. I, I get that. No, when I, I went to the Redskins Panthers game in Carolina, oh god, probably seven years ago. Um, 
something like that. You got the one where uh, Jake DeLone trucked D'Angelo Hall and then they lost. No, no, Cam was the quarterback. He was he was his, probably his second year in the league, I want to say. But uh, yeah, that was it was we got drilled. Yeah, that, and it's not surprising. Like, uh, and it's not gonna look good this week because Cam Newton, he's good with his arm, he's good with his legs, and uh, I don't know the Redskins. They they got the heart or the mentality or anything to take down the Panthers. And and they're not the greatest football team, but I think they're a hell of a lot better than the Redskins. Well, let me uh, take a take a quote from one of the most famous college football people of all time. Not so fast, my friend. Apparently, we are an every other week team. So this week <laughs> is our winning week, of course. So that means they lose to Dallas at home. Oh, God. I'd rather just lose this week if that's going to be the case. I mean, that stadium's going to be murder two weeks. It's just going to be a bunch of asshole Northern Virginia Cowboys fans that have never been to Dallas in their entire life. <laughs> they're they're just assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I mean, you have yeah. to be to be a Cowboys fan, right? Yeah, I mean, you've met Tipton. <laughs> that was what I had in my mind as I was thinking about that. <laughs> When you think of assholes or Cowboys fans, both. That's synonyms. <laughs> no, uh, but honestly, like uh, what what is really weird to me, and I still haven't figured this one out. As bad as we looked on Monday Night Football, and Carolina, you know, they came off a win against the Giants, which you know our ex kicker kicked a sixty three yard game winner. What are you gonna go figure? Um, the Redskins are favored. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> It, like, did did Vegas drink too much? Ah, uh, maybe they did. <laughs> maybe they're over there in uh, in L- or New Orleans with Kenny partying or something. Uh, some of them sent somebody sent some Tennessee shine their way. Uh, speaking of that idiot, uh, he went to New Orleans for whatever reason because that's how he spends his money, and. Uh, He's there right now, still wandering the streets, uh, a drunkard as usual. Let's uh, give him a call. We'll see if he's gonna answer. What, what do you think? Uh, Over under, he answers. I would say like ninety, no, ten, yes. My favorite part of the show. If he answers, the Redskins are gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. He's never gonna answer. He's probably really drunk right now. He's probably on the toilet for all, all that jambalaya and beignets and everything else he's been eating. <laughs> like, uh, the tailgate food looked insane for that game. He might be ha- might have a hand grenade in his hand. Believe it. Uh, here we go. Kenny, come on. He's a loser. you got to answer one week. He's a loser, baby, so somebody please kill him. He listens to this show, probably, and realizes that that's what we're doing. I wish that, uh... I wish he would just show back up. He's just always late for some reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. He always gets back to us about 30 minutes after the show ends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, uh, I, I just don't see it. Uh, what, what do you give me for your grades for the offense, defense, special teams? And and uh, let's just pull it out since we've been doing this for years. I need a quarterback grade. <laughs> All right. Um, offense, I would give a D minus. Uh, the defense, I'll give a D plus, 
and uh, the special teams. Uh, hey, I don't see why not. Um, and <laughs> quarterback grade, uh, he gets a F. Uh, yeah, he looked bad. That's an F. Uh, offense in general is is a D minus. It'd be an F if uh, I could if it wasn't for Alex Smith because he he was an F minus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Chris, uh, like Chris uh, so. Chris Thompson was a bright point. Like that dude, no matter what, is giving and Trent Williams. effort. Yeah, and Trent Williams, of course. Like, uh, but you know when Jordan Reed is not targeted until what the second half, maybe. What was up with that? That's a problem. That's like that was like the biggest mismatch we had on the field, and it just was not utilized. And it's not like Smith has not loved his tight ends his whole career. I, I don't. Yeah, care. I mean he's he's checked down Charlie. He should love his tight end. He and he's, but he's uh, but we got to remember. The Redskins don't use their tight end necessarily as a tight end all the time in those packages. They a lot of times use Jordan Reed as a receiver. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's part of it. If if I mean I'm not an, a big X's and O's guy or that big of an X's and O's guy where I can I, I've broken down game film this year. <laughs> I've been so disillusioned or anything. I don't and I, and I don't have my uh, my coach's film that I used to get uh, when I had my season tickets, um, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, like I, I just don't see it. I give the defense a big old fat F, and uh, you pull Josh Norman out of that F minus, and maybe maybe they go up to a D minus. Maybe it's the same thing there. Uh, go ahead and give special teams an A. Thanks? Question mark. Uh, <laughs> like and, special teams is non-existent in the NFL anymore because they kick every um, every kickoffs now a touchback. They don't even you know. It's. It's like, you know, they, they bring back celebrations, yay, but they they made it a big, just wussy sport, which I get it, head injuries, all that stuff, that's fine, but I think there's a happy medium they can find where physicality is going to be there, the, the implied violence is going to be there, because people like it, uh, and, you know, also have player safety in mind. Yeah, I know, but honestly, if it wasn't for um, onside kicks, I think they might as well just give them the ball at the 25-yard line. Pretty much, and I mean, that's what most teams do. Like, uh, the Redskins, if you'll notice, don't always kick it out of the back of the end zone. They'll try to drop it in and make teams field it with varying amounts of success. Most of the time, if it's the Redskins, they're they're past the 25. Right. Um, so, whatever. So uh, and, and I give Jay Gruden a big ol' F, too. Yeah, Gruden gets an F, Minuski gets an F. Like uh, coaching staff. I saw I saw a few positive things during the game. Not a lot, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Was it? Were you looking at like some hot chick in the crowd? <laughs> well, there's a few of those in New Orleans. Um, but uh, no, <laughs> I guarantee. No, I, I thought uh, Deron Payne looked pretty good. He caused that fumble um, in the backfield that we just let lay on the ground for like five uh, seconds. So that's that's the Redskins. Ingram had enough time to literally. Go down to the ground, turn all the way around, get back up to his feet, and spring on the ball in the middle of five Redskins somehow or another. But there you go. So uh, yeah. no, Deron Payne looked good. Um, you know, Dunbar probably had his worst game of the season, but uh, he actually—I was paying more attention to him, and uh, he actually had some really nice coverage too. Um, yeah, consider, considering what was not happening on the other side of the field. Kerrigan came alive. He got that sack, which was. You know, we had a penalty right after that. Go figure. Immediately. Yeah, uh, we extended a lot of drives for them in the beginning of the game. We we made like three different stops on third down and got a penalty every time. I 
I mean, that's an undisciplined football team, and again, who does that fall back on? That's the coach. Well, I mean, you know, it's a lot on the coach. The players obviously have to cooperate too, but but it's it's a lot on the coach. But, yeah, but uh, I mean, Belichick I think the coach doesn't sets let that, tone. that stuff happen. Exactly, I think the coach sets that tone. Yep. That's why that's why winning coaches continue on and they win and they have success and their teams function and produce no matter who's on the field and losers are losers no matter who's on the field. Right. No, I'm with you. I, w- I wanted to say we got the wrong Gruden, but Oakland ain't looking too good either. <laughs> you know? Sorry. You cut out there for a minute, but... Uh, I said, I, uh, I... I want to say we got the wrong Gruden, but uh, <laughs> Oakley ain't looking too good either. Nope, nope. She just stuck with McVeigh. Um, now, my question for you is, do we have a chance to beat Carolina? I mean, it's always got a chance, uh, but... I just don't see it happening. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, but I'm not going to be surprised at all, uh, at all when they lose. Have you we ever I mean? beat Cam Newton? Yeah, we did. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if if we did, it was once, but I, I don't remember it. Are you looking it up? Yeah. All right. Um, also, um, it is in Washington. I uh, don't know if that plays in our favor or not, but at least it's not on primetime. Because primetime, we are bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, historically bad. Very, very bad. And what what, what I said, you were 1-9 since 2013? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Redskins, uh, or Cam Newton, is 2-5 and five against the Redskins. Newton has led the team to victory uh, on the road in, in pretty much every year. <laughs> they played. It's just bad. Two and five, really? That's what it's saying. Panthers are two and five, but Cam Newton has led the team to victories on the road in 2012 and 2016. So I guess, I guess it, uh, I guess he is good. Yeah. I think that was just the Panthers' record. That's weird. Okay. That's a weird way to say it. Overall record. I got you. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense because I think Cam came in the league in 2010 or 11. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Well, well it's, uh, there's always a chance for a first. I mean, it's not like they're an uh, offensive powerhouse whatsoever. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey's a pretty pretty big weapon. You know, Newton's very versatile. Um, their defense is always pretty solid. So it's going to be a tough go, but the Giants had them beat last week, and they're not beating anybody this year. Uh, the Gi- Giants are horrible. And I mean, that being said, as bad as the Redskins are, right, and as bad as everything looks – uh, wow, they're still in first place. Yeah. And then FC East, I mean, that's bad, mm. right? That's bad. It's That's like being the cleanest dumpster at the junkyard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm still like, because that doesn't seem right. I, I feel like he's faced the Redskins more than once. Twice. Or, like, more than twice, though. That, that still seems off, does it not to you? Uh, I would say two to three. Like, I feel like it's way more than that, though. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. We'll tweet about it, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm not, I'm not seeing anything here. So what would be your score prediction? I'm going to say Panthers. Um, Jesus. 27. Redskins. 13. <laughs> Ramona says zero. I, you know, the last time she said zero, did we win or did we lose? I can't remember. 
I think they won that time. Okay, well, she says zero. I am going to throw it out there. 21-20 Redskins. Based on what? <laughs> like, why are you so positive? <laughs> <laughs> because we both picked them to lose two weeks in a row. We can't just pick them to lose every week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, <laughs> look at the Browns who are... I th- I'm going to say this right now. I think the Browns are a better football team than the Redskins. I if I w- wouldn't want to face them this Sunday, just the way we played this past Sunday. But uh, no, I think we have a chance against the Panthers. I really do. Um, more so because Vegas thinks we do. Like it's weird the way that if you look at the lines on the teams that get beat. In the standalone games, like Thursday night, Sunday night, mm-hmm. or Monday night, um, if they're favored, it's it usually it usually is good. So, kind of basing it off that too. All right, I got I got better <clears throat> better information here. The Panthers are six and seven against the Redskins all time, okay. but have won five consecutive games in the series dating back to two thousand six. Carolina is two and five all time at Washington, winning road games in 2016 and 2012. So we'd have to look back a little bit, but I think Cam's won considerably more. Yeah, if he's if they've won five in a row dating back to 2006, then definitely. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple games played after that, but I think he's probably got it. I would say three wins maybe against the Redskins at least. That's what I was thinking. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah, and and I remember the game in 2012. That might have been that. No, that was definitely the worst game they played all season. Uh, they looked lethargic. That was the quote unquote homecoming game. And uh, I remember the Panthers like you schedule us during your homecoming game because you know in high school or college that's usually the team that you squash, right? Yeah. Like uh, you you usually <laughs> you, you schedule a, an easy win there because it's your homecoming game. And you want to look good in front of all the. Returning alumni and, and whatnot, uh, so that that looked bad. I don't even know if they're going to have an alumni game this year. I would I would I would guess so. They usually do, but do you really want to bring uh, legends back when there's nobody in the stands? <laughs> Just do it against the Giants or something. <laughs> yeah, and and even then the Giants. You know how the Giants are against the Redskins. You know the best thing that could happen to the Redskins this week uh, could happen lose out could happen tomorrow if the Giants beat Philly. And Dallas faces Jacksonville this week, which is going to be tough for them with their lack of offense. Um, and Yeldon. We could still lose and be in the lead. <laughs> mm-hmm. The NFC East doesn't look good. I guess that's somewhat comforting. But does it matter if you're king of the, you know, the king of the shithole? You know what I mean? The trash heap? Like, does it matter? Hey, but- does it matter? Would it, would it be better to lose all the games and... And get a player or or win a meaningless division title. The uh, the sixth seed has has won the Super Bowl a few times. So yeah, but that's usually when the a team that's been hot and then like <laughs> got was kind of crappy, and then midway through the year they're like, oh, we're gonna stop being crappy, and they get hot and they just run through the playoffs. Maybe that'll be us. I, uh, you know, keep being positive, Max. <laughs> Keep, keep bringing that positive flavor to the podcast because you're not going to hear it out of me again. Like, I'm not going to be fooled. 
Why do we hoodwinked? <laughs> or we're like, <laughs> not, not again. They handed us a piece of fool's gold after that Packers game and said, "Hey, this is twenty-four carat." And, and really, it was just, it was just uh, some runny dog shit, uh, <laughs> and, and ensconced in, uh, in some like rustoleum metallic. <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks. Uh, they're they're just not a good football team. I want them to be good. Pray for them to be good, but in the Dan Snyder era, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, maybe maybe his kid will do better. So what are you going to do if they come out and dominate the Panthers next week? Like, then what? I'll cheer and be and be like cool, uh, unless it's Adrian Peterson. Uh, I'll cheer and I'll be happy about it. Uh, but otherwise, I, I'm not going to be surprised. I, again, it's just my lack of like surprise anymore or care like with that is just it's weird it's it's weird to feel like this about the franchise one of the things i love most in this world that's you know not a human being (laughs) (laughs) i know i uh still get upset when we lose still very happy when we win but uh nothing honestly surprises me at all yeah and it's it's bad that we're to that point and that we feel that way uh, we, we shouldn't feel that way as, as fans, as people that, you know, put our money into the team year after year. Um, you, you would think it would get returned at one point, but here we are, 20 plus years, just just waiting it out, man. I feel like, if, you know, I felt like going into this year, um, if we just stayed healthy, that, that we would have a, a pretty decent team. Um, I'm just hoping that that was an outlier. We played a really good team and we played the worst that we could possibly play and got beat that bad for that reason. Um, but you never know. Um, I would like to say uh, we're going we're gonna to be wrapping it up here soon. If uh, anybody listening to this, if you can go on iTunes, give us a give us a su- subscribe, most importantly, and a good review. That would be very, very helpful and appreciated. Well, don't don't put words in their mouth, Max. And, oh, okay. just tell them to give us a it. review. Okay. You know, give us an honest review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get some mean reviews now, aren't we? We're gonna get some mean reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the main reviews. It'll be Kenny. Every every account's Kenny. That's if that's if he could ever figure out how to use iTunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if you can use iTunes on an Android, can you? Phone. Or or a flip phone. <laughs> oh well. Here we are again at the end of another episode of Hogging the Mic, and we're all sad. We're all sad. All all of us. Hashtag sadcast. <laughs> we're, we're we're bringing the sadcast back, and it's 2018. We didn't think it was going going away, did you? <laughs> no, I wasn't too convinced. Uh, well, that being said, uh, I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins, for your other host, Maximum Bacon, saying, "Isn't it sad when you get hurt so much you can't? You can finally say, I'm used to it. <laughs> See ya, <laughs> Jesus. Boom." <laughs>